Alright, you're here on Taking Pennies to the Top, otherwise known as TP Triple T, a channel for new and retail investors. Here with your host, me, Skies Rocket Stocks. And me, Kai's and Trades. Disclaimer, we are not financial advisors. These are our opinions and our content is for entertainment purposes only. All trades or investments made after viewing or listening made by anyone will be taken at their own risk. So today we're going to do a little recap on the current market, especially on Fisker with the new news they recently had come out. Yeah, so uh, some of the highlights for Fisker is uh, they had penciled in, signed, confirmed the contract with Foxconn. And we thought it was 250,000 vehicles total. It is actually 250,000 vehicles per year, which is huge. Yeah, that's... The project pair is going to be huge, like we said last time, but it just keeps getting emphasized on just how big this car is actually going to be. Um, their price target for the car is going to be, they're going to try to sell it for less than $30,000. Which is awesome, and with this new news coming out, uh, I want to say it was B of A that raised their yep. price target from yep. 27 to $31, so... Little jump in that right there. Yeah, that shows mad strength if a company has to go back and not only do another price target, but up their price target shows that they're gaining conviction in this company too, which is a super comforting thing in a time like right now when the market is so sketch and things seem like they just keep dropping. For a company to go back and take the time to raise their price target is huge. Yeah, that's big, especially because now Fisker just decided to try and get their vehicle out there a little bit more. They just went and talked to the Pope, and actually they're going to be making the all-electric vehicle specifically for the Pope. Yeah, that, that Pope Mobile is not only going to be huge for just getting out there and being the first type of company to do something like that. I mean, Tesla's been around for a while and they haven't thought to do anything like that or you don't see many car companies going after after an avenue like that but it's basically just going to be a modified ocean which is the car that they're making right now and that's going to be so much publicity for the ocean to see that a pope has taken it on and he drives that car everywhere everybody's going to see him in it so it's going to be mad publicity. Yeah, mad advertisement. It's just going to get the name out there even more. And with that, not only is he pushing it out there, he's pushing it in the UK. They signed a partnership with Onto now. So they're going to get 700 vehicles in 2023 delivered to the UK to be leased out. And with that leasing, I'm almost sure that guarantees that Fisher is going to get his uh, leasing idea going with that, where they can update the technology. You can buy packages with it. And from there, actually... When they return the leased vehicle, they can wipe the package system that they recently sold and resell that package to a new person, increasing revenues, increasing profits. Yeah, speaking of revenue, um, they actually made twenty-two grand just off of merchandise in this last quarter. So not only does that show that Henrik himself can find almost any avenue of making money in this company, but it also shows like the anticipation from the following that if they're already buying merchandise for a product that nobody has even got yet it shows that fisker is already building its own 
cult style following where people are diehard for this brand already yeah it just shows investors are interested in anything everything that fisker has to offer show sell that's pretty awesome to me shows that we have a lot of following a lot of people backing us especially with the amount of vehicles we have now we have 17,000 pre-orders we just hit still climbing which is amazing add that 700 that's almost 18 grand right there in pre-orders yeah and on our last episode i think we were already only at 16,000 so to already add in just a few weeks another 1700 i mean this is great and especially what i like about the pope mobile is it shows henrik's mindset it shows the leadership that we were talking about where he is willing to find any and every avenue that he can find for this car to be applied into also the creativity we talked about so the creativity of creating one car and multiple uh, ideas of that car whether it be a police vehicle a pope mobile all the separate uh, packages he's going to sell for it that he has that we talked about um It's just big in every way. That just shows his creativity and ideology of vehicle making. So you know his next vehicles are going to have some sort of trick up his sleeve for them to create newer and better vehicles. Yeah, and we, like we said last time, we like to speculate on things. So if the Pope Mobile, the Pope Mobile has to be bulletproof, uh, what other cars need to be bulletproof? We were just talking, he could even, once he gets the bulletproof technology down, Try to push that to Biden or any presidential, yeah. anybody of stature, and and I'm sure he's gonna try something like that. Because once you got that bulletproof technology down, he's gonna try to do the same thing. He looked at at the where he could apply it for the Pope. Why wouldn't he look for other people who would need a bulletproof car and who are looking to be eco friendly? Yeah, especially a president that wants everything green. He has a big green plan coming out apparently. All these things are just more ways of getting this pushed on to someone like the president, someone like another country like China who's into the electric vehicles right now, etc. And like we were talking about in our last episode, we talked about how the technologies could be new and updated. They just had talked about and put it out on the news that they planned a partnership with Sharp. They haven't signed it yet, but for that to be high technology, next gen screens and interfaces in their car. Yeah, and people right now are real big on like user friendly and he's partnering with people who have a history already so it's going to mitigate cost it's and not only that it's going to ensure high quality products are being made sharp is a brand name that people know for high quality along with foxconn iphones are super high quality like he's trying to get the best of the best for these cars um and a lot of people have been asking me like why is the market down right now? And that's another thing we wanted to jump into, especially with Fisker being down so low. It, honestly, I don't think it should have ever hit these prices it's hit recently, let alone be at the price it's at right now, around, I want to say $1,250, $1,240, somewhere around there. Um, right now, that's market manipulation at the beginning. That's what it was occurring. We talked about market makers in the beginning, how they scare people like us out of the stock. So I think that was just consistent. It just kept happening oh, it can't go any lower, more fear, more sellouts, yeah. more drops. Like We've seen it happen back in August. We think this is almost like a second wave of it, but even harder, especially with all these random things running, like how AMC and GameStop are running. Now they're punishing us because everything got swapped into crypto. 
If you notice though, the whole market's almost at like a stale, a stalemate with small and mid cap stocks. Um, we think that with the crypto rotation and now crypto falling again, we think that should rotate into these small caps, hopefully soon in the next few days, few weeks, and hopefully get us another jump into all these small mid cap stocks that actually have news and uh, I guess upcoming catalyst backing it. Yeah, one thing I think played into the market getting so low is we had talked about margin accounts and how margin accounts can get closed by the people who are issuing the credit. They can say that your risk is too high and close your account. Well, what happens along with that is when they close margin accounts, it usually starts a trigger effect where one margin gets closed and then it tanks the stock price. And then when that gets even lower, more margins get called and it just... It's like a domino effect where once it starts, it just keeps selling off, selling off, selling off, and all these margins getting closed is part of what we think brought the market down so low. Margin but, and none of that stop losses. Yep. Stop losses gets triggered as soon as as soon as it goes down, then if you have a stop loss set, then your stock automatically sells and then that bring the price lower. Then it shows a higher risk, more margin, more stop losses, and it's just like a snowball effect. But if you have high conviction in these companies, like Fisker, for example, uh, when they get so low, me and Sky like to look at it as buying opportunities. That's why we have long positions and we talk about dollar cost averaging. If you're buying when it's low off of no negative business news and at the same time, Fisker specifically, as it's low coming out with positive business news these are gonna if you're buying at these prices these are the people who are eventually going to be making top dollar they, they they're gonna have the highest profitability margin because you guys get to get in so low at these prices that we didn't even think we're going to come about yeah exactly and we like to reference warren buffett a lot and warren buffett yeah. said if you can't hold the loss you're not going to be able to make profit that is the key to the stock market. You got to be willing to hold a loss in order to make profit on a high conviction long term play. It's not about just trading, it's about investing. Yeah, and another thing that Warren Buffett says is uh, somebody is sitting in the shade under a tree from a seed that was planted years ago. And that's the style of long term investing. You want to plant the seeds now so in a few years you can be sitting pretty and with Fisker pushing good news, we got nothing to be afraid of. It's not like they've announced any delays. It's not like they're not getting more partnerships. And then this whole Pope thing, it's just strength building. So these low prices are a steal. They really are. And that's the other thing. We're not playing off hype. We're playing off something that is real, has, has info yep. backing it. It's not just hype. And again, we like to talk about hype and we like to talk about uh, taking profit and that's a few things that we're gonna, about to discuss right now with crypto yeah so crypto there there's a very clear difference in crypto and stocks uh stocks have business like fisker that they have that are backing them cryptos usually just run off hype it's whatever is most famous at the time whatever everybody's talking about like and elon for example elon was literally just pumping doge i think it topped out at about 73, a coin that was made as a joke of Bitcoin. This thing topped out at 73, 
Next day it was at 50. Next day at 20. Yep. Now it's back up. I think it hit 50 again and dropped back down. Yeah, it keeps bouncing up and down, but it's having lower highs if you're paying attention to that. A lower high is basically 73 was a high. The next time it went down and came back up, it only hit 50. That's the second second high, lower high. Next time it went back up, I think it hit 42 or 43, third lower high. Now I want to say it's at 34. We could see 35, 36, 37. It's going to be another lower high, and then it's going to consistently drop back down. I think this is one of the hypes that a lot of people are going to be, in stu be stuck in because they want someone else's price target, which everyone was calling out. I want to say it was a dollar. Yeah, everybody was saying Doge is going to a dollar. But that's one thing that we were we had just mentioned, uh, profit locking. So, I mean, there's going to be people who make money off crypto. But if your investment has doubled, usually that's a good sign or a good time to start taking some of that money back and locking in some of these profits because everything crypto stock whatever it may be investments have a cool off period so they they don't just run up forever and sometimes they'll hit their peak which doge seems to be like around the 70s or wherever it was and most people thought it was going to that dollar so almost nobody that i know locked any of that profit and now with it already being so low you get caught in this thing where you always think it's going to go back. But the Doge hype seemed to be the Elon pumping it and that SNL episode. And that was that was literally what we talk about. Buy the rumor, sell the news. The news was the SNL. I told a lot of people that I know were making money on that to sell out on SNL day or the day before. What do you know? I want to say less than a day later, it had completely tanked. That yep. was the buy the rumor, sell the news type type idea. Yeah, and and now if you're still in it, I mean, I'm sure there's people who are still up from it. Now you're going to get caught in this uh, it's going back up mentality. And that was a pretty big deal for Elon to be talking about it, him to call himself the Doge father and all that stuff. And then the SNL episode... So it took all that for it to get to 70 cents. So you're going to have to wait for another perfect storm like that for it to kick all the way back up there. And it may come a point where you need to just start locking profit, really looking at what you're invested in and see if that's what you want. And if it is, good for you. If you do think it's going to go back up, I mean, everybody do your own thing. But it, it took a lot for it to get there in the first place. And it may come a point where you just want to start locking profits and maybe rotate into something that you have higher conviction in. Or if you still have high conviction in, do your thing, like I said. And, yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of people are calling certain coins crap coins. Doji would be one of those, in my opinion. There's a coin that recently, I don't remember the name of it, but had invested, people invested over $32 million in total. This company jumped off the, off the map, took all that money, deleted their coin, and then on their website, I want to say they posted something like, uh, uh, screw all you to the moon boys, we just took your money and there's nothing you can do about it. That happened because crypto is not regulated. There's nothing backing it, no way of getting that scam artist out of it. Oh, here we go. It's actually yeah. called Defi 100 coin. Literally ran away with $32 million. Yeah, and, and the, on their website, what they posted was, we scammed you guys, and you can't do uh, 
expletive about it because uh, literally crypto, if you haven't done your research on it and you don't already know, crypto is not regulated the same way stocks are. Stocks have, uh, what is it, the FCC? The SEC, the DTCC. Yeah, we have regulations set in place to where there's literally laws on what these companies can and cannot do. Crypto is not like that. Crypto has no laws about it. And this isn't the first time we've heard this story of somebody disappearing. There was another story. Turkestan. Yeah, in, in Turkestan, where a guy had created a almost like Coinbase, an app where he was creating digital wallets for people. He disappeared with over a trillion dollars. I think it was like, actually, it was like 2.2 billion, I think. But a lot of freaking money from And people. nobody will take on this lawsuit because people are trying to sue him. People are actively trying yeah. to find him, but nobody will take it on because he hasn't broke no laws. He hasn't, there is no laws against it because cryptos are unregulated. And just look at what happened with crypto recently. I want to say it was Coinbase, um, Crypto.com. A few of these things actually, when Bitcoin was falling, falling, uh, when the crypto market was falling, stopped you from selling your coin. Yep. You were not able to sell your coin. There was a huge thing. I, no I transactions on, being processed. Nope. It was all over Twitter. It was all over the news, CNBC. No one could sell their coins. And when crypto was falling, when we were talking about margin, what has actually happened was people's margins account on crypto, the money they borrowed, were getting closed out. So that's why you saw... Bitcoin go from 58,000 down to 29,000 and what felt like a blink of an eye to me and there was nothing you could do about it. Meanwhile, it's falling. You can't sell. Along with the Bitcoin specific crash, what news came out? China. This is now going to be the second country to ban Bitcoin specifically from their citizens being able to trade it, use it, anything with it. So... That's one of the things that is always been prevalent in the crypto world is heavy-handed regulation. And it's starting to show. And as these countries create their own digital currency, more and more countries are going to ban the current digital currencies because they don't want... It's like in America, we don't operate with the dollar and the Canadian dollar. We can't do full transactions. In America, you can only use the American dollar. So as these countries create their own digital currency, you will only be allowed to use their digital currency. And along with that, uh, the Fed pal, he had mentioned for the first time using or creating not to replace the dollar, but creating their own U.S. digital currency. So it's in talks. It could happen here too. And if we do that, why would they allow Bitcoin transactions, Dogecoin? They would want their crypto to run up. That's it. The rich want to get rich. The rich want to keep it in their hands. That's the way they're going to do it, by banning things. India was the first one to ban it. You can't even have a crypto wallet or you nope. will go to jail. No digital wallet, no digital assets. No, China was nice enough to be like, all right, we're only banning specific ones. You can have a crypto wallet, but you can't use it here. You can't make transactions here, so it's almost pointless having yeah. it. It's bound to happen in other countries. It's just a matter of time and when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, and what's going to take place during that. Yeah, that's that heavy-handed regulation that people are scared of in crypto. So if... We're going to create our own currency. Why wouldn't we follow suit? Now we're not going to be the first one. It's not going to be so dramatic. 
I mean, I could see more cryptos getting banned in more countries. And it's just, for me, that's going to be a continuous downfall of it. Bitcoin had its fall, just had a higher low right now as we're sitting here and watching it. Dropped from 58,000 to 29, bounced to 39, and just had another low of, I want to say, 31. Yep, 31. Yeah. Bounced right back up. It sit, sit, hit 35,000. Now it's sitting at 34. Looks like that was the second higher low it just had. Yep. And from there, after if it breaks 29,000, like I've been seeing a lot of people saying, in my personal opinion, from reading stocks, reading graphs, there's no support down to about $11,000. Yeah, somewhere super low. And that once that happens, people are going to sell out. Once more sellouts come, it usually is that same snowball effect. Once a snow... Once a sellout happens, usually triggers some stop losses, issues some fear, and it just snowballs more and more and more. And then who knows if it will ever come back up from that. Because if, if it's getting banned more places, that money is going to rotate into a different place. Hopefully. We're not wishing anyone bad. Yeah, definitely crypto, not. But hopefully it comes back into the small market, mid-market. There's room for cap, all of us like, at the top. We yeah. don't want you guys losing money, but just be smart with your investments. I mean, if it's something you believe in, like I just yeah, said, that, stick do to your, your conviction, thing. man. But this is something that we definitely have, I guess, a, what people would say a biased opinion against. But yeah, we're not crypto investors. I don't own no digital assets. Sky don't own no digital assets. And I don't think we will ever buy a cryptocurrency like bitcoin or anything but i mean i know people who are invested in it i'm not wishing them to lose money but i just want people to be cautious and know what's happening out there so people aren't getting burned yep um so with that we're gonna end it off here and just continue taking these pennies to the top guys that's it guys taking pennies to the top and be safe out there because it's crazy we'll see you guys on the next episode don't forget to follow us on instagram tp triple t me myself as Skies Rocket Stocks on uh, Twitter, and along with me, Kaizen Trades. Uh, Kaizen underscore trade on Twitter and Stock Twits. So hit us up. Let us know what you guys think. If there's a, a ticker or company you want us to talk about, feel free to shoot us a message and we can look it up and tell you our opinion on it. But hit us up. Let us know. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.